This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Throughout the nation and around the globe, from his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Today's show is with Sheila Height, a very, very dear friend of mine, and it's a very special show for me today. Um, Sheila will be doing a spiritual odyssey to the Scottish Highlands and Islands in October from the 3rd to, yes, to the 11th, October 3rd to the 11th, Scottish Highlands and Islands Odyssey. And I have known Sheila for about 20 plus years, and she is an incredible, incredible human being and spirit and energy. And for all of you that will be lucky enough to go on this odyssey, you will understand what I mean the minute you hear her on today's show, and especially when you meet her in person. Um, Sheila is a world-renowned tarot master. She is a teacher. She is an intuitive. She is a spiritual guide. And she is an author of about four to five books. And they are all amazing. And she has also been featured in both editions of Paulette Cooper's book, the top 100 psychics and astrologers in America. So to say that she has credentials and, and validity is an understatement. Um, I met Sheila, like I said, about 20 some years ago. And I happened to just be walking in the, uh, in, in Malibu and at the country mart and she was doing readings there. And I did a quick 15-minute reading and walked away with my mouth hanging open, and I was hooked from that moment on. And so it's just such an amazing, amazing uh, pleasure and honor to have her on my show today. So hello, Sheila. Welcome. Hello, James. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. What an incredible... Uh, so we've known each other a long time. <laughs> yes, we have. Even though it was right after I'd come back from India. So you were one of the first people I uh, read for right after my, my sojourn to India. That's right. And I remember mm -hmm. some amazing stories about a toothbrush on that sojourn. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and Sheila was, Sheila was handed this toothbrush and was told to polish this one tile. And tell him, just tell him a quick thing about that, that... Well, it was to, it was, we were cleaning the temple of one of the deities. And I was literally, we were all handed toothbrushes and I was told, just do this one. And, but the tile itself, uh, was connected to a spindle and on a, on a railing and it was too much. It was overwhelming. And I learned a very important lesson doing that work. Instead of focusing on the hugeness of it, I only focused on 
uh, like a quarter inch at a time. And that was all I had to do. And at the end of what I thought was 10 minutes, it turned out to be two hours. I was halfway across the room. I cleaned all of this and it had been one of the most joyous experiences of my life. And that's when I really got a real life and real time experience of stop projecting, just be in the moment because being in the moment of cleaning that one little space each in each space I'd move over another quarter of an inch being in that place was bliss and I'm not someone who's known for housework so <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I know that you and I kind of share this thing of when you're looking at something what's the greater picture or the bigger scale and then right. and then you shared with me and that was a in sharing that that was a life lesson for me of look at the task in front of you and find the beauty and yes. the glory in it because yes. then when you don't limit yourself by that um, expectation or the, the projection of it, you find the beauty and the gift of the moment. Yes, and, exactly. And, and there's, there's great ecstasy. There's a, a spiritual ecstasy in that. It, exactly, because it, all of a sudden you realize what your thoughts or your projections or your, um, your expectations and everything which limit you or box you in, all of a sudden you realize when you just let go and focus on that little quarter of an inch that other miracles are taking place, other moments are happening. And, and, right, exactly. And that was part of, so that was how I met Sheila was um, 20, 23 years ago um, at the uh, Malibu Shaman. And um, it was an amazing experience and it was life altering for me, certainly. Um, and Sheila has been instrumental in, um, as she would say, me showing up. Um, she she reads for me often, and uh, and it was a, a theme that Sheila gave me, which was, you've got to show up, you've got to show up. So this is a very um, joyous moment for me to have Sheila and I together here on Dear James Live. So thank you for that, Sheila, and thank you for being such an amazing guide and friend and mentor and spiritual being. You're amazing. Well, thank you, and thank you for being James, because I couldn't do it alone. Thank you, thank you. It's good. No I'm excited. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk to you also to give our, you know, my listeners a little bit of, you've written four books. Am I correct? Four books, right? Five. Actually. Five. All right. Yes. The new one just mm -hmm. came out. That's right. Okay. Yes. So, The Spiritual Hedonist. Yes. Talk to me about that. <laughs> well, that is, um, that's a, a phrase. The spiritual hedonist is a phrase that came to me when I was in Paris, visiting in Paris, and I was at the Galleries Lafayette, which is the best department store in the world. And, <laughs> I know um, it well. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. It's down the street from where you used to live. That's right. That's right. Yes. Exactly. And it was so people shopping in that store were having such a wonderful, joyous experience. And so was I. And I looked around and I said, this is spiritual hedonism because hedonism in its pure form is from the Greek that means to live from joy, from the pleasure of life. And spiritual is exactly that. It connects you to spirit. It opens your spirit up and connects you to the divine. And we were all meant to live lives of joy, where we contribute to each other, are contributed to, where we find bliss in the moment. 
And I loved that moment. And I thought, I have to write about this. So it took me a while to know what the subject matter was. And when I learned what the subject matter was, I was thrilled because it's really how to manifest an idea, a hope, a wish, a dream from that state to its actual physical manifestation, how to have the thing in physical form in your hand. And in that book, I talk about how we are meant to be spiritual hedonists, how we're meant to grow and evolve and live from a place of joy and how we can get bogged down and what we can do to clear ourselves of these heavy weights that hold us down. Absolutely. And in fact, we're going to talk about how the spiritual hedonist ties into this odyssey that you're doing. And, and it's funny because people do deny themselves joy in life. And they, they think of it as, I've got to go to work and I punch my clock and I've got my routines and I've got my obligations and I've got the children to raise and the, the elderly parents or whatever it might be. And they forget how to live. And what I love is, you know, perhaps that they'll, they'll come to really understand, perhaps I've forgotten to be my spiritual hedonist. Yes. It, it'll be a, an amazing uh, opportunity. So we're going to tie that in. Tell Tell the listeners just a little bit about how you came into your intuitive gift, how you realized it, how and how that led, if you will, to because you also um, are well versed in astrology and and you're a tarot master. So I want the listeners to understand kind of how you came to this journey and this experience. Well, I was I never knew that I had these gifts until I was. Um, about 21 or 22 years old, when my mother said, you've always been like that. I'd said something to her, and she said, you've always been like that. And I said, like what? She said, you've always known how to see and how to see things other people can't see. And I thought, well, that's ridiculous. Because in my, from my perspective, doesn't everybody see things this way? And she told me that when I was born, her mother had gone to the hospital to see me and, and told her, my parents that I was a special child and that I was to be dressed in certain colors. And when I began to talk and my voice deepened and the cadence changed, I was to be listened to. So I had no idea that all my life my parents would were paying attention to what I was telling them and, and telling them in that way. There right. were times when I was the child and they were the parents. And there was no doubt about that. But there were times when I would have a dream or I would get a vision of something and I'd say, you have to change the way you're doing things. And they would listen and they'd follow those instructions. And I always thought, that's very interesting. But I also thought, since nobody in my family made a big deal of it, that all children did that. Uh, All children would have a dream and say to their parents, look, this is what you have to do. And the parents would do it. And it wasn't until I was an adult and I realized that People would come to me for advice, um, and they would come to me about things that I knew nothing about, but somehow I'd know something about them, and they would walk away very pleased with the information. So I wasn't doing what I now do for a living. I wasn't doing it for a living. It was just my life. Right. So, and, so you came yes, into my, the awareness of the gift because obviously – Much later. Right, much later. You thought every, the, that everybody did this. <laughs> exactly. I thought that's how life is. Well, right. don't you? Don't right. you see things? Don't you do yeah. that? <laughs> yes, exactly. And I started with astrology because everybody was talking about it. What's your sign? What's this? What's that? And I said, well, is there more to it? Because I was fascinated by it. 
and I found that there was more to it. And I loved the discovery because I'm a natural detective and anything that will help me with clues, I love. And I love playing with astrology because it presents, it opens up and presents a picture and the whole picture of someone's reason for being here in this life and what they're here to do and how they can best do it. And that makes my day when I sit down and do a chart. And how long have you been working with astrology? I've been working with with astrology for about 30 years now. Okay, so that's, I, I knew that there was a tenured um, <laughs> ability mm-hmm. and talent behind that. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. So 30 years. And then you and then into tarot, math, uh, tarot and, and becoming a tarot master. How did that? Yes. Well, I didn't um, I didn't want to study the tarot. Because there were too many cards, and how would I ever remember all that? That's what I said to myself. And people would give me their tarot decks. They'd say, you're really good at divination and interpretation. You should practice the tarot. And I thought, so I had about three or four decks that people had given me, and I'd never used them. And one day a friend called and said, listen, I'm in town from New York. It's when I was living in California. I'm in town from New York, and your favorite astrologer, Liz Green, has created a tarot deck. And I was immediately interested, and she showed me the deck, and I went out and I bought it right after our meeting, and it was called the Mythic Tarot, and I started right then. My guides would wake me up, my spirit guides would wake me up at about two every morning, and for two or three hours every morning, they would teach me the tarot. And at the end of about two months, they said, you are done now. You know what you need to know. You can do the rest on your own. And that that's how it's been. I just had an immediate loving of doing it. It wasn't just, oh, my God, there are too many cards to learn. It was really, this is very, it's obvious what the messages are here. Once right. I had the right training. Well, and also, you know, it, which is typical for all of us, it's, there's an immediate reaction or a, a fear reaction, if you will, of, oh, how am I going to do, how am I going to remember all of these? And then all of a sudden, there's more poignantly, there's the point of you were meant to do this. Right. Uh, and so they take you across the over the threshold or over the hurdle, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that I, you know, from my personal experience with you, um, I know that you typically use a culmination of the three astrology, tarot, and, and certainly your intuitive skills. So, is that typical that you do that for everyone or is it that in, in, when you're doing intuitive readings and consultations and so forth or do you find that it's, it's what moves you each time? Well, I really do feel I, and know that we are the sum total of all of our experiences and I could not separate my experiences one from the other and I often tell people when they come to me they say well what I've been to your website and I've seen all the things you do so which one do you think I should do and I tell them when you get me you get everything Exactly. and I list all of those things because people the way human beings are made is we need to see a menu so if they can see the menu they can think, oh, I want this, I want that. Well, when you're with me, you get all of that. So everything is combined. If I'm doing an astrology reading, I don't take the cards out, but I am aware of certain uh, correlations between a sign and a planet and a tarot card. And I listen intuitively for that connection and, and how important that connection would be in the moment to this person. When I do an intuitive reading and I'm not using astrology or the tarot, 
certain images will come up for me or certain sounds and sometimes certain songs will come in and those will be related to tarot or astrology or palmistry even. Sometimes I'll see when, I, when I'm in an intuitive reading, I'll see a, a line in the palm of a hand and I'll go, ah, that's what we need to focus on. Not the hand, not the line, but what that line is telling us. Exactly. And, and for all of my listeners, that's, uh, we're talking about this. Today's show is about the Scottish Highlands and Islands Odyssey that Sheila's going to be leading. And the reason I wanted to give you a flavor, if you will, of all of her amazing gifts and talents is because that's what you're going to experience when you're with her. When you're physically there with her in Scotland, it's going to be that you get all of her, that you get all of these amazing traits and gifts and thereby the journey is going to be far richer. You're not just going to see um, places, a location. You're going to have these experiences that happen because she's leading you and, and guiding you. Um, and that's that's a very rare gift. Um, one of the things before we go uh, to break is that I also, so you've got all of Sheila guiding you on this Scottish Highlands and Islands Odyssey, but you'll also have... Um, a sacred geometry master, um, Dr. Jan Stewart, and she's a psychotherapist, a transformational life guide, teacher, and intuitive. So what is Jan's role going to be on this odyssey? Well, Jan, as you said, is a, a sacred geometry master, and her role is to open the portal that we step through, and we're going to do that at Roslyn Chapel. She's going to give the invocation. Okay. Um, Roslyn Chapel, in uh, right outside Edinburgh, is built on sacred geometry, and sacred geometry is using the knowledge that all forms, all life forms, and all life energies are related harmonically. That means we are all work together, we're meant to work together, and that the energetic harmonious pattern that connects everything to each other is is existent in everything outside of ourselves and inside of ourselves. So with her making that conscious connection, because it's about bringing all of this information and knowledge up to our conscious level so that we can work with it, with Jan bringing the connection up to our conscious level, the first, in a sense, the first energy that enters our hearts, our minds, our spirits, that's the energy that's going to lead us and that's going to lead us on this odyssey to discovering who we really are. It's back. We're literally going back home. And so a sacred geometry master knows the map and will assist me because on the spiritual level, I too know the map and we'll find our way there. That's amazing. I'm so excited about this odyssey. And, um, and uh, I, I personally am uh, very excited to join you on that odyssey and, uh, before we go to commercial break, I just want to let all of my listeners know you're you're listening to Dear James Live here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. My amazing guest today is Sheila Height, and she is going to be taking uh, approximately 10 to 20 people maximum on a Scottish Highlands and Islands Odyssey from October 3rd to the 11th. And we're going to get into all of the what's going to actually happen on the Odyssey um, after the commercial break. And if you have questions during the live show, please feel free to call in and ask Sheila about the Odyssey and the, the, uh, her, her gifts and so forth. And if you'd like to book an appointment with her and all of that, um, the number to call in is 877-230-3062. 
We'll be back right after this break. To be more consciously enlightened is innate. Do you feel there's more to life? If so, find the resource that's right for you by going to dearjames.com slash resources. You are the reality you create. Make it a great one. When you ask a question, the universe hears you, and in a multitude of ways, They seek to communicate with you to provide the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. From serious to silly, monumental to mundane, there's nothing the universe can't cover. Maybe the insight you receive is exactly the affirmation you were looking for. Then again, it may just give you a whole new perspective on things. And that's the beauty of the universe. Submit your question to Dear James at DearJames.com and click Ask. Available for private, individual, group, and corporate consultations, Dear James will provide you with the intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Schedule your consultation by going to www.dearjames.com and click on Consultation. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dear James Live here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Today, my guest is Sheila Height, who is leading a Scottish Highlands and Islands Odyssey, a spiritual retreat taking place October 3rd through the 11th. And Sheila is a longtime friend of mine and an advisor and just an amazing, amazing spirit and human being. So welcome back, Sheila. Well, thank you. And here we are. I want to go into the actual nuts and bolts, if you will, of the Odyssey that's coming up. You're covering some amazing places, and I'm, I'm just going to kind of list them, and then we're going to go through things. You're, you're starting and ending in the capital city of Edinburgh. Then you've got the Isle of Iona. You've yes. got Skye. You've got Oban. Um, you've got Falkirk. And many things kind of mixed in between places and locations that you're going to be going Tell our listeners today why you chose these places, not, not necessarily specifically because we'll kind of go through that, but just in a general, why did you choose Scotland? Why did you choose um, these particular locations? And, and specifically also, you're talking about that in the Scottish Highlands, there's a portal opening. And to give the listeners information about why this time, this place, these locations, and about the portal. Well, I did not choose this. Uh It chose me. There we go. (laughs) And um, 
I was, I, when the realization came to me that it was time to make, um, and pilgrimage is not the right word, it's really time to make a journey to the heart. And that's all I heard was to the heart. And I was thinking, okay, and I thought it might be to my heart. My, maybe it's a personal inward spiritual journey. But over the few days that followed that realization, it was about the understanding that, and I've known this because I love the Scottish Highlands, that the, in the Highlands, that's the heart of, uh, it's really the heart of the ley line uh, opening in the Western Hemisphere. And ley lines are energy lines. They're like grid lines, energy grid lines that go all over the world and connect all sacred points to each other. So once I understood that, I didn't have to even choose the places. I really did choose a lot of different places. And again, the the journey itself, the Odyssey edited and chose which of the places we were to go. And I can only follow. At one point, I was seeing that we were to spend close to two weeks. And my guides were saying, no, that's oversaturation. So it meant that I had to listen more carefully and to begin to edit in a way that made sense, not only to the physical circumstances, but to my soul. So why I chose those places, as I said, they chose me. Sky, the Isle of Sky, is a phenomenal place. It's very magical to just be there. They call it the land of mists and rainbows. And that's because there are these beautiful, mythical mists and all kinds of great things happen when you're there. And it's there loads and loads of rainbows. And rainbows always make my heart feel good, as well as other people. I've seen people stop arguing to look at a rainbow and, and realize they had no reason to be arguing with each other. Right. I mean, I, I see double rainbows all the time. And I always yes. I stop and I think, Ugh, I feel very lucky mm-hmm. when I see them and... I, I, mm-hmm. I want to take you back to for a second, though, because we talked at the top of the hour about the, the spiritual hedonist. Yes. And we're talking about ley lines and energy ley lines that mm-hmm. are all connected across the globe and, and how to have or live by a joyful life, i.e. the amazing galleries Lafayette and that dome mm-hmm. that sits in there. And something that you, that you have in, in why is you said when your heart is focused on joy and happiness – you are closest to and in direct communication with the divine. You effortlessly become a magnet for your good, and you automatically attract the very best to yourself. Why is this odyssey a spiritual hedonist opportunity? And I, and I use the word opportunity because it's a choice. The participants are going to make a life choice to be a spiritual hedonist, to be in your presence, to be in this place at this sacred time. So tell me and tell our listeners why, how these things connect. Well, they connect um, in a very simple way, but we human beings manage to make everything complicated. Right. So the purpose of, <laughs> yes, the purpose of this odyssey is to get back home in a sense. It's to become liberated from all of the stuff we've weighed ourselves down with by consciously, actively giving ourselves compassion, permission, forgiveness, and healing in this life and for all the lifetimes our souls have traveled. It's to come up with a clean slate, to in a sense put down these burdens we've been carrying and to 
some of these burdens are emotional, some are belief systems. We have to put them down and to literally cleanse ourselves. And on one of the islands we go to, the Isle of Iona, there's a, a well called the Well of Eternal Youth. And there you can literally lay your burdens down and the God force takes them from you. So simply by being on the island, it's a process that really begins to happen. And by being anywhere near the well, it's a process that does indeed happen if, as you said, you allow yourself the opportunity. And some people, when given the opportunity to let go of their burdens, realize that they prefer being burdened, being unhappy more than they prefer the alternative and cling to those things. Um, I am pretty sure that the people who go on this odyssey, that nobody is going to be going on the odyssey with that kind of hidden or known agenda. I, I would agree because purposely, when you purposely choose, you're you're willfully releasing the limitation, or or you're at least facing the fear of going, or you're just really embracing a joyful experience in life and and the the unknowns of what will take place here. And there's something about the Isle of Iona as well that it's uh, the ancient Celts talked about or described it as the thin place, the place where the veil between heaven and earth is lifted. And that is fascinating to me because I, I often speak about the veil. There's a veil between our world and the spiritual world, if you will, um, although to me they're one and the same. And can you speak to what's going to happen regarding this specific time and the, the, the veil lifting or thinning, if you will? Well, the time, time, yeah, the time we're going is very important and we're going to be on the aisle. It's actually the center, the heart of the journey is as October 8th, which is an, uh, the full moon. And we're going to be on this journey, on this island, on the full moon. We have to be on the Isle of Iona because that is the, when the moon is at its fullest and we can, and all of our stuff will feel freer to come up and to leave with the least amount of effort. It's also at the same time that all that we want to take in and become feels uh, more comfortable becoming a part of us, merging with us. So there's going to be a full moon ceremony on the Isle of Iona, which will involve um, the ablutions. And ablutions is an old word that means the cleansing or washing of our hands and therefore uh, of our spirits, of all that has been negative and allowing us to drink life in a whole new way. Not just to drink from the, from the well, but to drink from life completely in a, an entirely new way. So these are the things that will happen. Of course, we're going to visit some of these fantastic sacred sites like the Abbey, which has been there since oh, for over a thousand years, and other sacred places there. Just to be a part of Iona and what it represents is it's a life-changing experience. Right, and for me, it's how, what I'm what I'm getting is that it's going to be a very cleansing, purifying experience, a releasing of, and a, a reconnecting to, um, and perhaps a, a um, through reflection, the opportunity to see ourselves more clearly, to see exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an amazing, and what you've been one of the other things that sits I know on um, is is a key point on the powerful and mysterious ley line map is the praying hands of Mary standing stones. Yes. Can you talk they, to us about that? And Yes, the standing stones, almost every 
grouping of standing stones in the world is man-made. That means that people decided, oh, this is the sacred spot and we need to erect this structure so that it, it magnetizes, it attracts the energy that, that we want or need at this place. And the praying hands of Mary is one of the few standing stones that's formed naturally. And it's, it's comprised of two main st- upright stones uh, cleaved in the center, and they look like the uh, paintings or the drawings of the praying hands of Mary. And they have a phenomenal energy because there's a very wonderful nurturing, maternal healing energy as you walk around them, as you touch these stones. And it's a great way to start the on-the-road portion of the Odyssey because, as, as we spoke about it before, the Odyssey starts at Roslyn Chapel uh, outside Edinburgh and as we move towards the uh, Perth, where the pl- praying hands of Mary are, um, we are on the road. And this is another, this is a, one of the steps in the purification process. And it's purification process always sounds like, oh my God, I'm going to go through some agonizing. <laughs> but it's not that. And it doesn't have to be that. And when you're with me on a journey, it is about enjoying the process. There is always work to be done, but it's about enjoying it and being in the bliss of that moment and being goofy and silly, and which is a form of spirituality, too, if it's pure. Absolutely. And, and you mentioned something, which I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leapfrog ahead for a second, and then mm-hmm. we'll come back. But, you know, in, in being in the moment, and whether it was in the working on the tile in India or being mm-hmm. present on this journey, on this odyssey, um, I was speaking with another dear friend who is, is wanting to go. And in terms of fim- physical limitations or physical exertion and, and what this might be, um, and my comment to this dear friend was that perhaps to, to remove those obstacles or remove those perceptions and limitations because one might say that you know day seven is to hike to the peak of this mountain and yet you're physically not able to do that yet maybe your point and purpose was to be present on that day seven at the, at the base of that mountain, not the summit. So, mm-hmm. you know, to speak, you know, to let people know, A, what do you feel like the, the physical level is? And, and just their, their mere presence, remove that. I mean, remove obstacles that might physically limit you and how you would address that. Well, I think that's a really good point um, that you've, you've brought up. For one, the physical limitations, you're right, their physical limitations are um, as intense as you allow them to be. The fact that one agrees to go on a healing uh, journey means that you've done half the work already by exactly. simply showing up. Exactly. The fact that you're in the area where, in the sacred areas, it's some people are base of the mountain people, some are mid-mountain people, some are top of the mountain people. And you find that out as you embark on the journey with each step of the journey. And everybody holds a particular place. One of the reasons I love leading these odysseys is because everyone holds a particular place on the odyssey. You don't necessarily know it when you begin, but as as the first day or two pass, you begin to see what you hold, what you brought to the, what you bring to the party in a sense. The, the and, collective whole experience, exactly. Exactly. And you, you're right. There's somebody, somebody will be needed at the base. And as I said, in the middle and, and then again at the top, somebody will be needed there. 
And we won't know who those people are until they show up. Exactly. And I think that there's an interesting thing that when when you look at, uh, for lack of better words, organized events, um, mm-hmm. you have to be able to separate those in certain ways from spiritual events. Because, again, the point of the journey is to is A, to show up, and then B, allow yourself these freedoms of okay, what is my journey? And, and so many people get, they, they have a fear that, well, if I sign up for this event, I have to do every single thing on the agenda at every point and everything, you know, and they get bound up and then they don't go. Yes. And that's, you know, I mean, certainly there's a, uh, there's a point to the journey as you have well been uh, guided. Um, it, it was just, I was wanting to, for any listener that might be yearning to go, that thinks that they might have a fear or a physical limitation because of that, allow yourself the journey is really my point. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I think that's important. And, and you never know who, whom you're going to meet sitting at the base of the mountain. And we're using that as a, as a metaphor, as an example, but um, it's just a point that you never know. Perhaps your point was to be sitting at the base, not at, not at the summit. So exactly, exactly. There is there are fairy pools on the Isle of Skye and there's a fairy glen. And these some of these areas within the fairy pool and and fairy glen um, surroundings are not accessible to anybody. But to be able to be there, you're collecting something. You're being a part of something. You bring something to the table, too. It's not that you're just going to get. You're also going to contribute. And your presence contributes, and there is a way for everybody to partake of that. Otherwise, there wouldn't be any need for us to be here. We have a way of giving and a way of receiving that benefits everyone. Absolutely, and I was just going to say, I mean, it's in this collective moment, this collective time that, as you just said, you'll discover each person's um, purpose and point uh, or reason if you will, there, there's going to be interconnected, we're, we're all interconnected, but there's going to be an interconnectedness of this journey, this experience. And what is each person bringing to that experience? And that's fascinating because it's unknown. Yes. It, it, it reminds me of, uh, you know, guess who's coming to dinner and mm-hmm. where you never knew who are the eight or 10 people coming that are going to be assembled. And right. what's that experience? What happens? What takes place? Um, it's magical. I love that. Um, yes. We're going to go to a, a, a quick uh, station break and so forth. You're listening to Dear James Live here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. My guest today is Sheila Height, and she is leading a Scottish Highlands and Islands Odyssey October 3rd through the 11th. We'll be right back after this break. Available for private, individual, group, and corporate consultations, Dear James will provide you with the intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. 
Schedule your consultation by going to www.dearjames.com and click on Consultation. The gift of giving is immeasurable. Give of your time, talent, resources, and money. Give not only because you can, but because by doing so, it is already coming back to you. As a people, we are only as strong as the least among us. Together, we harness the power of the collective whole and see through our deeds the power of miracles, both large and small. Find the charity that's right for you by visiting www.dearjames.com and click on Charitable Giving. One person or kind act really does make the difference. When you ask a question, the universe hears you, and in a multitude of ways, they communicate to you the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. Ask Dear James a question and experience the magic of the universe. Visit DearJames.com and click Ask. Welcome back to Dear James Live here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Today, my guest is Sheila Height, and she is leading a Scottish and Highlands spiritual odyssey. And I want to talk about what everyone will experience, Sheila, kind of on a daily basis on this odyssey. And we're talking about ley lines and the importance of the time that you're doing this odyssey and the full moon. And um, But you're going to be also doing daily meditations, nature walks, interactions in mystic places, ceremonies. I mean, a lot of, you know, tell tell our tell our listeners what is going to what they're going to experience. Well, I I would love to tell you what you're going to experience, but only you can tell you that. However, I can I, tell you. I want yes. to say something because I knew just as yes. I was saying that. Right. Yes. <laughs> I knew just as that came out of my mouth. I'm like, you know, I know she's going to say. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, because Go you're going to, you're really, what you're really going to experience is you're going to experience for, if not the first time, one of the few times in your life that you and life are on equal footing. You're going to experience that you have an opportunity to do Whatever it is your soul wants to do, as long as you're coming from the light, as long as you're coming from your heart, you're going to witness for yourself that the the barriers that were between you and achieving your highest good and tre- achieving your heart's desire and be being the person that you know you are, that those barriers are gone. And then you'll get an opportunity to decide whether or not to let them go permanently. And here's the hint. Let them go permanently because what will happen is you'll be filled with a light and a courage to do to actually do the things it'll take to make your dreams come true. And that is, of course, the mundane is involved in something that mystical and magical. And that means that we will we will have journals that we will have an opportunity to write and to record the experience. There are aspects of nature that you're going to become familiar with and to find out what kind of a nature spirit you are. Some people are, some people hear things, some people feel things, some people merge with things. And to find out what that is, 
to the astrology is you need to know where the planets are, what the moon is doing, because remember, it's the full moon who's leading us. The tarot, these are physical, not physical, but they're uh, visual images. And everybody, we're a visual species. So we need to be able to see where we are, how we're doing, how we're likely to get to where we want to go. That's very important. And in, within each meditation, especially in the morning, is a protection um, ritual because we have so much energy bouncing about between us, between our surroundings and each other, that we need to have uh, a safe place to be ourselves, to be fully ourselves. So the ley lines and the intensity, sometimes it can come from that. The intensity of just being in a place where you're completely safe for the first time in your life, that can be pretty overwhelming. But if you use these meditations, the astrology uh, consultations, not individual, but as a group, and the tarot meditations, the group tarot meditations, you'll have a protection and a freedom to be in the center of the recreation of your life. Just amazing. It's an amazing experience, and and I'm I'm you know uh, I understand that I'm singing to the choir, which is myself, because I've had a a twenty plus year relationship with with you, Sheila. But for all of my listeners, realize that this is an incredible opportunity, um, and and more so because of your guide, um, Sheila, and for the experience that you will have with her. Um, it it really is magical. Um, you already have seven people who are signed up and you're going to be taking somewhere between 10, maximum 20. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay. So, and, uh, I want to give them some of the particulars. So the price is 2,877 for double occupancy, i.e. you're sharing a room with someone and it's 3535 if you're doing it as a single, i.e. you want your own uh, accommodations. There's a deposit required of $150, and the balance is due by June 25th, correct? That's correct. Okay, and the only other thing is, additionally, there are exclusions. That does not include airfare and certain meals and extras and things like that, but all of that is outlined and detailed both on... Sheila's website and mine. So you can go to SheilaHeight.com and Sheila is spelled with two A's. So it's S-H-E-I-L-A-A-H-I-T-E.com or DearJames.com forward slash radio. And all of the information and all of the uh, pertinent data that you need and how to contact and book and so forth is there. And something that Sheila has agreed to do um, for today's show is that the first two call, or I'm sorry, the first two uh, individuals that confirm and book the Odyssey, all you have to do is mention DearJames.com that you heard about it on Dear James here live on the Contact Talk Radio, and she will give you a complimentary one-hour personal reading. So that is a priceless opportunity. I will tell you that from personal experience. Um, so again, if the first two that book and confirm their booking um, and mention Dear James, then she will give you a one-hour complimentary reading. Um, Sheila, some of the the last things that I wanted to ask you, which I, I could do this all day with you and we could talk for hours. Um, we talked about the fact that this is really a journey to self, a journey, a renewal, 
um, but it's about giving yourself permission. Yes. And I just kind of want to have you, if you were to put it all into one, and I know that's sometimes tough because there's so much, but tell the listeners, why is this different? Why now? Why is it different? And how that choice will affect them. Well, the whole idea of giving yourself permission, it's the key. In my years of doing this, what I've discovered is most people, even if you have the desire and the will uh, to do something and even the, the knowledge of how to do something, the, where most people let themselves down or fail is they don't give themselves permission to be happy or permission to live their lives freely. They are still listening to old tapes, old belief systems. Their parents or their cultures or their religions voice is still in their head. And the beauty of this odyssey is, and the definition of odyssey is, is pretty phenomenal because it's really, it's a spiritual quest of self-discovery. It's a journey home. And home is where the heart is. And in the heart, the heart doesn't judge. The heart doesn't weigh anything against us. The heart is simply pure. And it's, there's a saying, and it's, it's really also the, it's the, the sort of the touchstone for me on this journey is what the heart has once owned it shall never lose. And it's a quote by Henry Ward Beecher. And what we're doing on this odyssey is we are going to a home. We're going home to the heart of the Scottish Highlands where we can find, we can get in touch with our own hearts, where we can get in touch with home and rediscover consciously this time what has been there all the time. Rediscover consciously this time who we really are and how powerful and gifted and loving we are and how much we deserve that. And only by giving ourselves permission to do that. And when sometimes people will say, well, I have the, I have to support myself in all of these material ways and I am a material person too. I'll say, yes, you do have to do that. But you also have to realize that taking care of your soul is just as important as feeding your body. So when you decide to do anything, you have to also take into consideration that your heart is involved and to remember that giving yourself permission is the key to having any kind of quality in your life and to allowing the true self-love as well as divine love to take root and to give you the gifts it has to offer. I was just going to say, because that was an interesting thing that we had talked about before, is the nourishment of the soul versus we always nourish our bodies, per se, but we forget to nourish our soul. And, and that, for me, is what this experience will be for all of you, is nourishment for the soul. It's that permission to say, I'm going to nourish from the very depths of my soul, from the inside out. And that then just replicates itself in your world because you'll come back a different person. You'll, you'll absolutely, if you allow yourself, if you give yourself that opportunity, that permission, you're going to renew yourself and you'll be a whole different person. Um, there's a quote that you included also in this. Um, Socrates said, know thyself. Um, yes. And you said, mm -hmm. I go beyond that and I teach you what I have learned, how to trust yourself so that you can then know yourself. And I think those are two beautiful statements, Sheila. It's really about, in order to know yourself, you have to trust yourself. Um, yes. 
and say that, you know, if there's anyone out there, Sheila is, is brilliant at assisting you to show yourself, to, to demonstrate and trust yourself to, to place a mirror before you. And so I think that that's going to be something that really centers here during this experience. Um, one last thing that I wanted to ask, and I hate that I have to say one last thing because it's always, you know, um, this is not your time of the rodeo, so to speak, meaning this is not your first odyssey. No. Um, what have you done prior and so that people get a flavor of, of some of the other things that you have led? Well, I led several odysseys to Sedona, Arizona, which is a pretty phenomenal place, and Monument Valley, which is the Valley of the Gods. And it is, I mean, stunning and magical and transformative. I love going there. I've also led odysseys to um, South America, to Argentina specifically. I love Argentina. And I love the magic of South America and Machu Picchu in Peru. These are phenomenal places to go and to take people to these places and watch them open up. It just knocks me out. And this is the places in Europe. I've led uh, odysseys to Scotland, to England and Ireland, and to uh, to, not to Paris, because Paris in itself is just an adventure that so far I've only been able to do on my own. There's so many beautiful things there. I, I wouldn't even know how to begin telling anybody else how to live. You and I um, will do I that have, one. How's that? Yes, you and I will lead that one. <laughs> that'll be fabulous. But to the south of France and to Italy, to, uh, to Venice, to Florence, and to Rome, and to the Amalfi Coast. So that's what I've done so far. It's amazing. And so... So all of my listeners, you have a veteran Odyssey leader, and that's just a, a label, but you have so much more than that in Sheila Height. Um, Sheila, can't thank you enough for being my guest today and for sharing this Odyssey and for actually listening to the messages, to the callings that your guides have brought forth so that you'll need these 10 to 20 people are such an amazing adventure and a life gift. So I thank you so, so much for being on today's show. Well, you're very welcome, James, and it is my pleasure. And I thank you for having this show. It's great. I love listening to it. And I'm, I'm sure that, you're, that everybody else who listens feels the same way. So thank you for showing up in this way. Thank you so much. And stay, stay, the, stay here with me, and we'll be back after the end of the show. But I just wanted to say to all my listeners, Thank you so much. Um, today has been with Sheila Hyde. She is leading the Scottish Islands and Islands Odyssey, and it is from October 3rd to the 11th. Uh, the deadline for your reservation um, and payment is June 25th. And as I always say, no matter who you are or whom you're with, what you're doing, remember, wrap yourself in goodness. You've been listening to Dear James Live here on the Contact Radio Network. See you next week. You've been listening to Dear James Live on the radio with your host, Dear James. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.